Hello, and welcome to Amateur Attempts. Centralize this, Dylan. Okay. All right, thanks for watching. <laughs> All right, welcome back to another episode of Fuck It Fridays. I'm Dylan. That's me. And, yeah, I'm Dylan. Dylan. Uh, I'm Chris. Yeah, there you Dylan. go. There you go, buddy. Same people every day. Every damn day. So, it's going to be an interesting this Friday. This misery never ends. Okay. All right, I took the... <laughs> I got a ticket for the wrong train. Um, so, in a, in a lighter note, money... Yeah, this misery never ends. Yeah. Chase the tail. Um, chase so, the... This case, chase the doggo. Chase the dug. So we are talking about, in a nice, zippy, little energetic fashion, uh, Bitcoin mm. and, in general, cryptocurrency. Because we thought it an interesting uh, interesting news and sort of uh, trajectory for it. Um, so I'm kind of excited. So our angle is kind of going with what we think is going to happen. Sort mm. of the future thoughts on, like, what is its trajectory and... It's integration because we're seeing things change over time. We were having a private conversation, which we can never agree, which makes it interesting. Is uh, like what direction is it going to go? How is it going to integrate into banking systems, or like is it going to overtake in some way, or become a more normal currency usage or way of paying people? Um, so that is our question, Dylan. Mm. Any quick thoughts? Well, I mean, to define a quick thought, I don't think our thoughts are quick. I think your quickest thought so. is you want to go home. Uh, no, 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 never. All right. So, well, we're going to start off. How about we just start with, like, my point of view? We'll do your point of view. Okay. We'll just do that. Okay. So, one aspect we talked about was, like, well, we'll talk about actually two aspects. The crazy fluctuation, defluctuation that Bitcoin and probably other coins will be going through, such as Doggo coin. Um, but then the other aspect we're going to talk about, if there can be any real re- regulation or any kind of inst- institutionalization of these cryptocurrencies, you know, if it's even possible, if it's not possible, what are our thoughts from other previous examples or current examples? <clears throat> Start with the inflation slash deflation aspect. Um, the article we pulled up, I was talking about, for example, how initially Bitcoin, of course, was worth nothing. Then one coin was a thousand. As all of us are. Right, and it was worth a thousand, and then with the end base of that same year, it shot up to I think it was like twenty thousand, but then it shot right back down to three thousand dollars. Yeah. So, and then currently, at what last year it was roughly, I think it was seven or six thousand, and now it's up to forty-two thousand or whatever. So yes. it shows it has potential. I guess it. De- I guess it depends on if you're willing to ride that roller coaster for that long. Mm. And if you're, if you're cool with those up and down, because yeah. those are pretty extreme up and down uh, Now, you mean like in terms of riding that risk roller coaster of an investment? Yes. Right? Okay. So I want to hazard a sort of interesting point is I would say it's no more volatile than individual stocks on the stock market. Mm, okay. Per se, which I think is interesting is reaching a point now where people are like, oh, fuck it, anything can happen. You look at uh, our favorite Tesla's stock trajectory. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been interesting. It's been like flat for a while. Went up, picked a amount. Elon Musk did a couple tweets. Everyone went crazy, and then it tanked after they tried to do the Model Three, right? So news, so it's a new cycle. Um, and then now, obviously, it's just kajonk kajonk, and now it's like a ridiculous amount, multiple times more than it has been before. Mm. So now people are like, oh, where's it gonna go? And it's kind of based on nothing because yeah. there's only a certain amount of physical production and worth they have. So, um, so I think. Which is interesting. To, it's just I don't think I'm being an issue at all. Is the volatility, 
Of course, it's an issue if you time it wrong as an individual, but mm. it's the same thing with the mar- stock market volatility with GameStop. It's like, mm. well, you ex- no one expected any sort of volatile upshift to happen, or as they say, market manipulation, even though they're full of shit. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's like if people just decide to take collective action, even, even as individuals, it would have an effect. Um, so I, I, I don't see that being a problem, I guess, is an interesting point to see. Um, do you see any issue with that? Or you think that's just expected? Mm, well, these I see. I guess it depends. Like for example, like if Tesla, because well, Elon Musk invested what? what, what how much was one and a half billion? I think into crypto. Yeah, um, specifically Bitcoin, I believe, not just yeah. crypto, but and then Bitcoin. it shot up like seventeen percent or something. Yeah, and I'm wondering though, because the way it like fluctuates as crazy as it does, I mean, how that's going to affect other companies that invest in it? Because mm. I mean, if we keep, I guess if these extremes, kids, even though it's like beforehand, right? It went from a thousand to twenty thousand, then it dropped down to three thousand, then it shopped to like seventeen thousand or whatever. Like it wasn't yeah. like too bad, but now we're getting to the point where it's like it was worth three thousand, now it's forty two thousand mm. dollars. I think I'm curious in terms of long term how that might affect companies at like basically have these subtly crazy losses out mm. of nowhere. It's kind of like we saw with the airlines after basically the pandemic when basically almost everything was shut down for a second. Yeah. They lost billions to the point where it's like they had to really, like basically the whole, basically airline industry went back to the 1980s. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Which, so. fun fact, I learned that basically airlines like to go bankrupt every 10 years anyway. For tax, yeah, right off reasons. So, um, but it shows you in terms of like how bad it really hit. But that that's a different aspect of the whole economy and pandemic. But, um, but say they with Bitcoin and, you know, I guess I'm concerned because even the initial, some of the founders of Tesla was talking about that, you know, might be an issue in terms of like long-term problems that might cause of Tesla. Yeah. So. So in terms of the, you mean the stock price? Well, the stock price. I or mean, the other, volatility. I mean, well, volatility, but also like, I mean, in terms of like how much was invested too, like that can be invested to other projects that should be going on Tesla. Like, I mean, because the Cybertruck just got delayed again. Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm they're still having. if. There's, it's a sort of potential risk move where he's aiming to make more out of it from Tesla stock from the news. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, well, this, as we talked gets, about before, it's not st- jump change. Yeah. Well, we talked about a little bit before with like GameStop. The stock manipulation, stock manipulation now is not done behind closed doors anymore. It's done on Reddit forums and tweets. So right. Well, all of a sudden, yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, unless if he plans to kind of keep writing it out by basically manipulating the stock market himself with tweets as well as you know i mean maybe but oh, do you do I'm you know cu- about fleets fleets what was uh, twitter now? came out with it i believe they're little videos oh interesting he said an but, aggressive fleet i think it was speaking about muscle fast i think a guy well at least his position he's you know he doesn't really have much to worry about anyway i mean he's already like a billionaire he's so. apparently the richest <laughs> man in the world now so i i mean he's he himself has Net nothing to worry wise. about he has all sorts of other companies that are doing very well so even if tesla was to tank a little bit it doesn't matter it'll just yeah they'll return back anyway I, I don't think he cares much it's kind of like yeah. ford like ford has the same thing came close to bankruptcy like probably eight times since they've been existing Mm-hmm. GM, almost every other major car manufacturer in terms of cars have basically gone bankrupt at some point. Even yeah. the bigger ones like Mercedes-Benz was a global, you know, Ford, you know, all of them have had their points where they bankrupt. It's it's kind of part of business. I'm just, ter- I guess, in terms of, I guess, long-term effects as well as uh, company image, how that's going to look. It never looked good where all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, yeah, we invested this much into Bitcoin, but then it takes it, oh, I had to lay off 40,000 people. 
Yeah. You know, that's the side effects we well, get Well, thankfully, it's money like you already have on hand that you don't... I would imagine, just the hope is they don't need it. I'd hope so, too, yeah. but that's a lot of money for a relatively so, small car fun, company. So, fun oxymoron, they actually have the money, let's per se, like, it doesn't seem like they're borrowing it or in a bad mm. position to spend it, whereas the short sellers of GameStop neither had the money nor the yes. ability to pay it back and look what happened to them. Yeah, exactly. so, so that made me feel yeah. good. But, well, uh, it's once it's kind of the airline thing. It's one small piece of the economy per se. Yeah. But I guess that moves on to our next segment of like Bitcoin itself as a currency because technically it's not really a currency. Like if you what, think about it, it's not a real recognized currency. Of, in terms of what aspect are you thinking? Well, so we were talking about before with, you know, at least, well, we had different viewpoints on this, but in terms of, like, what actually makes a currency, but also mm. the fact that usually currencies are recognized by governments. Okay. For the most part. So, um, problem is, Bitcoin is not, you know, with all the cryptocurrencies, I would say, none of them are actually recognized by any real government. Yeah. So, long term... That is accurate, yeah. So, long term, I, I think there will probably be eventually... Some sort of mod, uh, monetization or some sort of recognition. Regulation. Regulation, all that stuff. Um, I just, it's, it's going to be curious to see when. Um, but also, I, it's not going to be, I, at least I feel like it's not going to be one solo country that's going to be leading this. Mm. It's kind of like the reason we have a World Bank, essentially. It's the same principle. It basically puts policies for oh, other to, banks to follow. To talk shit and get nothing done when the chips fall. Oh, yeah, that's that's more like the UN, but the IMF, um, <laughs> right? Is it the IMF, International Monetary uh, Fund? I, I don't know. I gotta look it up. But um, the world, I guess, we'll there's a lot of. I mean, there's there's a reason we have these institutions, you know, such as you know uh, NATO and the UN Council and the World Health Organization. There's a reason we have these institutions, and so you know that way, like, hopefully, we get everybody on board with like global policies that affect. But as all we've learned, none of them work. To an extent, it depends. You know, yeah, I would say they've been so, massive failures. But well, I mean, who? <laughs> as a recent, I mean, well, as a recent, but the WHO um, basically almost eliminated malaria completely from Africa. So there has been yeah. examples I'm, I'm, I'm and cases of. I'm curious how much of, of uh, Bill, Bill Gates' investment had to do with that. Quite a bit. I'm but, that'd be an interesting point for another day. Yeah. yeah. So, but nonetheless, well, it shows you, which we talked about beforehand, same thing with even the election we talked about. If you get everybody actually on board mm. doing their job, you get great things done. But so, you're talking about people of power, per se, in government institutions oh, yeah. and gears and cogs versus mm. the citizen, right? Correct. Okay. So, and I mean, for example, like, I guess it'd be interesting to see if we could actually get cryptocurrencies recognize not only global scale but some sort of joint scale where multiple countries recognize this because currently you know the reason we have like trade wars and we have differences in currency value is because every country has their own currency as based off labor based on something yeah you know it used to be like we used to do the gold standard we don't really do that anymore um now we use the fraud you know, standard the kind of, yeah. so but any of cryptocurrencies i would hope i mean who knows what it's going to look like but I, I think eventually there will be some sort of government intervention where there are rules, regulations, stuff like that. It, but it won't be one country. It'll be like a joint effort, kind of like what you see with terrorism or anything else. It's multiple countries working on it. Because the problem is most countries are terrible when it comes to IT. There's very few yep. countries that are ahead of the curve when it comes to like IT stuff. So especially the United States, like our infrastructure as well. I bet as it Jamaica is. has a better IT infrastructure for like social security and unemployment than we do. 
Maybe. Smaller country, less problems. Mm-hmm. So, Just uh, one know. of those questions to put out there. Yeah. So, okay. you know, I mean, because there's other countries who borrow technology from in return, we give them basically defense. Okay. So, so going through your point, um, do you see it at any point, say in the next 50 years, if we're all alive then and still functioning as a world, um, do, do you see it becoming a major currency or some sort of standard I would say standard. I would say major. Because okay. the problem is there's still going to be countries that are hold out. You know, I don't think... Well, I guess that's I meant, an alternative like, currency. Do you see a point where you can yeah. choose what you want to pay with? Well, it's kind of like, for example, like the European Union, right? For the most part, if you have a passport, you know, you could go to any country without having to really get it stamped. You just go. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're a part of the EU... There's you no just, restriction. Yeah. Exactly. It'll be the same thing, I feel like, with saying the cryptocurrencies. As long as you're within mm. a certain alliance, you could use this currency in this country. Okay. So it's probably going to be like the United States and Western powers, you know, but countries like China, maybe some countries in Southeast Asia just aren't going to go with it um, for various reasons. But yeah, mm. I think it's going to be like that. It's going to be some sort of pact where it's like, because it is... It's growing in popularity. People are now realizing what cryptocurrencies are. They see the yeah. potentials of it, you know, and there's now other cryptocurrencies too out there. Mm. They're not as popular as Bitcoin, but they're getting there so in some ways. I think where we're going to divulge on this is because I think we're both going with its importance is only going to go up, its value and its usage, but you're on the angle that it's going to become some sort of regulated, standardized system that governments have to accept. Eventually. Um, and you think you think it's so specifically because of course currency is controlled by governments, you know, mm-hmm. treasury and all that. What mm-hmm. what they want to do to manipulate it. Um, do you think it's going to be a case where the government will have input in the price of it? Eventually, probably. You think so? Yeah. Okay. So I think directly no. So my okay, angle okay. is the price. I think it is going to continue to go up, and it it's right now it's kind of a giant experiment because for the majority of people they don't have any investment in it. They don't care. Mm-hmm. It's not as easy and as transparent as what we think dollars are mm. right so it's not doesn't have that quite acceptance level i think maybe in about five years there may be stores that will start accepting it and i'm sure there's some niche stores and probably we and stuff like that will have some sort of uses because you can get a crypto card now yeah i say no even like what what oh about like what seven years i remember the article of uh some guy bought like a pizza from pizza hut with crypto yeah it was like 4,000 coins. It probably was like, Jesus Christ, what did I do? Done, huh? <laughs> Our pizza's so, garbage, but you but can even use like, crypto. Even like, you know, seven plus years ago, people were already buying stuff from crypto. So, okay. you know. All right, so interesting take. So my take is actually, I, it's kind of the whole David Goliath thing. We're going back to this GameStop. This is an example of like a blip that's upended what we think is traditionally how everything functions, mm-hmm. which has shown how inefficient things are, how fraudulent things are how fixed things are for the regular actual citizen if we're to actually have power and continue democracy and all that bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the whole the whole GameStop saga with the trading has shown us that, like, oh, no, people don't like it when you ruffle their feathers, right? So for crypto, I think it's going to remain decentralized. Mm, okay. I don't, because I, I don't see a mechanism where you can interfere with it unless they come up with some sort of system to, I think legitimately just like hack computers to gain access because it's an offline system Mm -hmm. that is traded with acknowledgement of everyone else's currency. It's not a case of you have this, it's worth that. It's just a case of, oh, I have a a list that says you have this, so that means that it exists. So I don't think there's a way to nip into that because it's not based on any physical commodity. Correct. Well, right. So it's it's based on the belief of its own system. Yeah, but that's the difference though. You don't need to necessarily nip into something because it's physical. 
Right, but this, know. but the point being, the U.S. controls the distribution of dollars. Yes, but well, there is, so the reason I'm bringing it up is because I mean we did a lot of terrible shit on the concept of terrorism. So, like in terms of the U.S., are you saying the war on terror is a failure, Dylan? That's a topic of conversation for another no day. Comment. But I'm just saying. I mean, for example, there's a like. I feel like the right at the moment, the U.S. is not definitely. It's not capable, like tech, technology-wise, of actually like mm. really having these crazy hackware software. It's just not possible. But that's what I feel. If you have some sort of super pack where it's like Germany, South Korea, you're all on the same board trying to basically develop. Unfortunately, like, Russia now. Right, but you're trying to all develop basically a mega AI of some sort, where it's just capable of basically penetration of anything. Because um, that's next up anyway. Our mega, meg. But I mean, the reason I'm saying this is because, like, so after 9/11, right? Patriot Act, all that stuff. I mean, that's part of the most technological the U.S. ever really got. Because then the NSA came out and then all this stuff. Mm. But I mean, they were hacking people through their web cameras. They were like, this is. People that had nothing to do with like any of the attacks happened on 9-11. They basically gave them kind of like the gray area to do mass surveillance. And they were pretty yep. good at it. No oversight. So, no oversight. But that'd be the same thing. They would just argue. It's like, well, look how this thing's changing the stock market. We have to regulate this. And then, right. then they start so getting together. And then that's a case of... I mean, for me, I like that would be... I could see that's... Because unfortunately, we have little to no faith in the actual honesty and function of our government mm-hmm. i can see that being the route of they want to control it just because they want to control mm-hmm. so that way they can in their own eyes stabilize just like this whole stock market thing where technically it's a free market so mm-hmm. the government should have no input but they do yeah and like we see it's being controlled and people don't like it when things are actually free for these uh sort of like sporadic decisions that cause these blips um mm-hmm. so I maintain that I think Bitcoin can hold. So I, the U.S. has pretty good technological abilities. So it's just not in the, in the in the public domain or consumer accessible. You know, like our NSA and all that. They have pretty mm-hmm. good. All these countries are hacking each other. There was that Russian hack into a lot of consumer systems, including a lot of our government systems that were using consumer software. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was just like regular government functionings. Like, I mean, I don't think it was Social Security, but like military programs and stuff like that that have like generally non-classified information. Um, and it was right now it's hinted that Russia did it, but they um, they they hacked a consumer company that had contracts with lots of other companies, just just like you know enterprise software. Um, so so everyone has it, even though Russia's useless. Just like North Korea did to Sony after the dictator movie, yep. whatever the fuck it was called. Probably used all their GDP. Oh, the interview that. that was it. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? But this show, like, if you get a country pissed off enough, mm. or a country finds basically the right cause to do mm-hmm. something. They'll end up doing right. it. So. so I think to to stay on topic though, because I, I I do like hacking, which is great, but that's probably for another day in terms of what's going on there. Um, I I think if it remains decentralized, which it should be, because there's no governing body per se. It's just a at least for now. It's just a system that exists. So technically, you can't take something that's offline unless you physically take it. Um, so yeah. so I would say <laughs> the U.S. government will. <laughs> We're just gonna go over there. And Next grab thing it. you know, it's gonna be with digital currencies. Yep, it's gonna be this. Gonna be the mask debate all over again. It's gonna be my freedom, except for this time, they really are overreaching. Um, so I, I, I see it being decentralized. Uh, I think for the foreseeable future. Um, and I think that's gonna piss off a lot of governing bodies and entities. So I think, I think the future is quite bright. The question is, I guess, is there gonna be more of note or maybe something bigger that comes out? 
or is this limitation like going to stick with it because it's limited in quantity the only the price can go up and then maybe they mm. keep splitting that which they do every four years as they split the little well, bit it's the same well we've seen this historically it's the same thing with actual gold mm-hmm. well there's only so much on the actual earth you know it's it's a natural occurring metal but the problem is it just it takes certain other elements yeah. to actually make it which are limited in some yeah. areas and cases so um, is it the same? It's, it's, it's like not, the, it's not currencies aren't based on it anymore in actuality. No, but that's why I yeah. mean, like eventually, that's why I feel like there's going to be some sort of cryptocurrency that will mm-hmm. be centralized because the fact that even our current money isn't really backed by anything physical mm-hmm. anymore is backed by really just commitment and thoughts. You know, like that's all it's based on essentially, just the belief just that it's worth Kleenex. something. Spit and Kleenex. Yeah. So what would really make the difference with the government basically just say they have cryptocurrency because it's based on really a belief that it's worth something. Yeah. Well, I would say because so, it's a it's a fixed system that can't be like it's it's basically it's like a computer's like here are the rules that can't be changed, right? Hmm. So there's no way for them to print more. There's no way to split it faster. The only way you could do that is if the government eventually like, we're going to come out with our own crypto. Trust us, guys. And Maybe. Well, but it that does would be an show, interesting future that we can't predict yet. But. We can't. But it does show you it's still open the possibilities of like government control. Mm. So, so. I, I'm going to go with it can't be done. Okay, okay. Um, unless there's some paradigm shift in terms of software and like technology access that they... I'm sure the NSA is working on it because they want they don't want this free market bullshit. Oh, they probably already have it. They just right. did, but it's probably just not widespread right. enough. But yeah, in terms of the the front facing part of our functional government, it's not that great. Everything's just old, decrepit, and doesn't work. It takes forever to get anything done. All that, like we know that. But in terms of the nefarious stuff to keep the tinfoil hat people, like all this background stuff that we're worried about and the conspiracies come from like the nsa and all these government entities when there's no oversight and it's all just black walls around everything they can do a lot of shit so we don't know what they're working on exactly right um so that's that's why i believe eventually that's why i believe yeah we don't know (laughs) where they're at all of it somehow i'm curious i'm curious if they care that much um i think they do care but i don't think they think is it it being it's only when it becomes a problem but I guess the the tangent being that I th- I see of it see it as being like another stock market, where like people hold this imaginary market to such a degree when a lot of the transactions and the the value in it is basically just made up. So I'm curious to see how that works, where it could overtake the stock market, but it couldn't be manipulated other than buying, because you couldn't stop share, you couldn't stop selling, you couldn't stop buying. Because there's no middleman. So I'm just curious to see how that goes. I think it kind of secures it long-term wise. Well, there's no middleman, but it shows you like the rules get rewritten even if we want to... Like, that's a good example of what happened with Robinhood and GameStop. I mean, essentially after the crazy spikes you know, in the price, you know, Robinhood basically closed off well, those stocks to the public sector. The middleman so, closed it off. Yeah, but it shows you though, like, you know, this is a mm-hmm. whole other hierarchy of players that we'll never mm-hmm. know or have access to or so yeah. that's the thing the problem is the u.s government's like basically the top player mm-hmm. in all this so that's I why see. i strongly believe that if they if they want to get involved they're gonna get involved one mm-hmm. or another you know it's kind of like so, any other technological thing we've done when we actually do want to do it we do it usually mm-hmm. it's like the whole space program that was basically just built on you know one-upping the russians 
Like we, there was really no real interest in actual scientific aspect of it. You know, yep. the U.S. government just wanted to be like, "Look at this, we're the best." You know, look at like, my big dick on know. the moon. The scientists, of course, working out were like, "Yes, look, there's actually a real investment interest in science." Of course, right after mm-hmm. the space race was over, what happened? Like, this is the this is the first new lab coat I've gotten in years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's you shiny. Know. It shows F twenty two Raptor. Same thing. Yeah, when that first was the first thing. When that was in development, it was like you know, oh, we gotta invest all our time. In, and when yeah. it came out, fantastic. Yeah. But now you see they don't really build that many because they're so fucking expensive, and the ones they have are so expensive to maintain. <sighs> yeah. Where it's like well, Congress is know. like, I mean, I, I I see the point in this, but the cost is not. I mean, it's basically cost prohibitive for whether money could go somewhere else. So it's like, okay, we don't need a trillion of these. Yeah. Someone was like, "Wait a minute, guys! What do we? What are you? What are you doing over there? It's a lot of money." As I said, I mean, even our like, and most of our institutions are some sort of scam. I mean, our tax is the same thing. Our government already has our information. Mm-hmm. What they've talked about before? Why do we have to do our taxes mm-hmm. if they already have our tax information? You know, it's because lobbyists. They're you know, um, turbo tax woefully H&R understaffed. Block. When it's something that they can just get done with software that they won't update. Well, it's also lobbyists too. Let's face yeah. it, but. But that's what I mean, though. I'm curious. In who, terms of who, who's lobbying? Just software comp the Tur- HR tax block, software, TurboTax. Yeah, they've been lobbying for years, basically, because that's already been on the forefront. People have talked about. It's like, well, they are because essentially, when you do your tax, you're just basically asking the government to already give you a printout of information they already have. Yeah, because they already took your taxes out, like literally every month. They know exactly what you've already made. Mm-hmm. Well. I mean, unless you do side gigs all the time, but you know, if you do a regular standard eight to five job that requires, Jesus, you know, Dylan, why don't we do eight to five? I'm depressed. I don't <laughs> want to work that. I'm sticking with eight to four max. Okay, okay. So either way, your um, standard seven to nine. You do your regular job in theory. Okay, your your taxes are they are reported. Mm. So your government has that information. They know the tax bracket. They know you're married. If they know all that information, why can't they just send you your check without having to redo all your paperwork? Because they don't want to give me the check, Dylan. <laughs> of course, like, let go, government, let so, go. It's my check. But you know, yeah. other countries they don't even bother with that whole process. If they do any so, kind of real tax, yeah. If they do any kind of tax return, they just do you send know you any a countries check, off basically. by hand. That well, no, Germany. They're they're one of them. Same thing. They okay. don't require you to actually like redo your taxes. Are you saying you just, Germany is a functioning democracy, yes, Dylan? Okay, because so, I know the UK does still. You got to do your taxes. Mm-hmm. So there's a few, yeah. but, but it shows you though, mm-hmm. like you know, there there are other countries that don't do it. so. Either way, it's just one Our of those nihilism things. for the government is very strong in this whole conversation. It is, but um, but it does show you. So when the government wanted wants to do something, they'll do it. Like I said, you know, after the terrorist attacks, nine eleven, right? NSA, our newest department, was built up in like literally like eight years, essentially, like yeah. a full department, eight years. Yeah. That's that's insane to think about. You know what I mean? Like a major government, you know, we're talking about entity with no real oversight. Just boom, there you go. You know? Yep. So question is, how much bribery was involved in that to get uh, that done? I don't know, but that's that's Black why money. honestly with cryptocurrency, it's the same thing. If the if the U.S. government is gonna, if they do want to get into it and basically find a way to centralize it, they'll find a way. Okay. okay. So because I would say it's the first, it's the first currency born out of a government. Correct, yeah. So it's a question of how is the U.S. going to get their mitts on it. I think with the speed that it sort of came out, the fact that we have fucking Dogu coin, Dogu coin, Dogu. Um, the fact that you can keep, I don't know, it's kind of a chicken and egg sort of scenario where it's like, well, you, you know, you could. Chicken and egg? Yeah. 
it's like okay who's gonna who's gonna come on top first the government or a new currency system you know mm. government new currency system government basically back and forth mm. i see that being an interesting game that's going to be played yeah it's, assuming we want citizens to have sort of equal and fair rights and actually the ability to do these things that they technically should be able to without manipulation um so we'll see how that goes so i guess my the speed of innovation in terms of this is always quicker than the speed of countering it mm. you know so unless the government can le leap ahead i see it being an interesting game that will probably i mean for our lifetime to where it actually matters mm -hmm. we'll we'll be on top so i'm curious as to where that goes yeah and if it becomes a point of the government's like, all right, like it's not worth spending yet, or maybe there's enough of an uproar where it's like, you spent how much on like countering or whatever, you know, some scandal of some kind? They're like, well, we'll just accept its place in the market and you'll be offered as an alternative or something like that. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, if the government functions enough to where it doesn't become a dictatorship, who knows? Well, Trump, Trump 4.0. So. I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. We we will see. Yeah. Well, those are our arguments and like even the functionality like of the government because like they talked about this the other day. Like it shows you that's what I was being about before. If the U.S. wants to do something. Usually they do do it. It's just a, it's the it's the aftermath of them actually maintaining what they decided to do. It's generally so, not what the citizen decides either. It's normally what the government folks in the back room decide. Because it's like, for example, yeah. the, the actual Pentagon, Department of Defense, so that thing was built. Like, it was like a technological achievement. It was amazing. It survived a fucking plane. So, you know. Yeah, right? But now you hear interviews of people who actually worked at the building, and they're just like, it is so outdated. Like, it's basically the technology is from the 80s in that building. Yep. So it makes because you wonder it's so classified, how they're... I'm sure the the fucking hoo-ha and planning and like root uh, not not routine but like you know the oversight of like oh yeah we got to update this table it's like whoa are you are you do you have clearance like I'm just I mean, like, maybe, dropping off the table it but... does sure that's a pretty big problem or it's yeah. like this is supposed to be kind of our military head mm. you know this is you know th these are the big boys that make all the big girls too that make all the decisions this is the you big know? gender neutrals that do all the things <laughs> but you know <clears throat> that's what this is supposed to be you know what I mean. Kind of, you know, basically the OG of basically the military world, you know? Yeah. So, and the fact that the technology is from the 80s, essentially. I remember one interview I was reading about where he was saying that, like, if there was an emergency, it would take him, like, 20 minutes to get notified. That's how old, like, the technology was in the building. I was like, that is insane. Like, if there's a major yeah. emergency, like, you know, 20 minutes later. I forgot to like, charge my pager. Yeah, kind of. So, just, Yeah. But that's the problem. So they're good with... That's why I say the same thing with crypto. Like, if there's some sort of money to be made out of it. Same thing with oil. Like, there's going to be some sort of justification to get into it. You know? There will be eventually, you know? Get gas so, and steal oil. Well, you know, it's the same thing with GameStop. They'll, yeah. like, they'll claim that, you know, it's like, oh, well, see, this is why we need more regulation. Because, you know, now mm -hmm. the internet presents a real challenge. You know, where it's like, oh, look. They can mass manipulate Whereas stocks. Whereas all these billionaires, there's no already problem doing at it. all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So something that's a clear moral problem. Yep. So like what, like what you know, uh, Musk and other people like said start, you know, doing whether it be tweets or whatever, like investment in Bitcoin, especially to make it public. I don't like that because it's like it's. I feel like the government's just watching, like South Park creators are saying their way for content. They're like, "That's right, keep piping it, give us justifications." She, at this point, it's swapped and now South Park is governing our world, and the government's like, "Let's follow that episode." I mean, it's kind of scary how accurate South Park can be. It's kind mm -hmm. of literally like The Simpsons in some ways. So yeah, yeah, I think some way the I don't know. Well, it shows you like the government. Like it depends. Like 
I guess we used to be, well, we talked about this before with another episode. Like, we used to be, like, at the forefront where we basically be, it's more about presence. Mm-hmm. Now everything's done in the shadows. It's all spec op stuff now. It's all it's, opaque. The same thing with control, too, as well. I mean, we saw with the riots, too, and I'll try to get too off topic, but, like. I already, we're already on to a different hill. No, 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 but, like, you know, the fact that, like, there was a big, you know, concern where they were seeing you know, all the federal police that weren't marked, and, you know, people were asking, well, how is that legal? But it shows you there's just a lot of old laws and books on it basically that are and still z- valid. Basically zero fucks given in terms of ex- public exposure. Yeah. Well, because people don't know about because, like, you know, you weren't taught that. But also, like, a law, law is relatively old. So it basically yeah. protects law of federal officials. So um, it's also po- it's point still is, sort of a functioning part of the government that, like, we just we don't see how that is supposed to function. We don't see yep. the, the rules in place or if there are any. Yep. So same thing with, honestly, cryptocurrencies. Like... If they want to basically make a policy, they're going to make a policy yeah. if they really want to. Like you know, so if they my, want so to. My point is how they would physically enact it. Well, I think with the combination of, like I said, the NSA, the CIA, like some of these like mm-hmm. major budget departments with mm-hmm. other countries, if they do some sort of super PAC, because mm-hmm. for example, South Korea's technology is pretty amazing. I mean, how fucking a they basically supply all our technology for like whether it be microchips, you know, phone, you know, like I said, just all sorts of mm. other things we don't manufacture here. They do. And they're a close ally of ours because of North Korea. Like, they mm-hmm. love us because of the fear of North Korea. So, as long as we honestly keep exploiting other countries, which we've kind of already been doing, like, whether it be Germany, South Korea, even Russia has some uses, you know? Mm. Like, I think if you make some sort of super pack where you have some of these major players, you probably could figure out some sort of, like, artificial intelligence that could just penetrate through almost mm. any computer any firewall mm. i mean like i said you know the fact that we you know said earlier with you know after the 9-11 tax and the nsa was basically given free authority to watch anybody so they're mm. spying to everybody through cameras you know mm. like in your computer like it shows you they have some sort of ability then to actually penetrate whatever the whatever firewalls you have mm. if they're still able to get into your you know mm. camera so, so it is a good point technologically that's sort of where they're at i would i so when when you mentioned Russia, so what I'm thinking is in terms of other countries, I think they have a, a partnership with America when it benefits them, right? As most countries, I think do. this would benefit them. Though, right. If you think about so it. So I was I would actually say the opposite. So I would say it would give the U.S. currency less control over the world. So I would imagine Russia would just eat popcorn if this currency started to gain a foothold, where it gives the U.S. currency less power if it starts to actually influence internationally. So I'm curious to see. Once again, we'll see because I know that Russia's. I forget what that attack, but like literally a couple weeks ago, Russia did a major hack. Not been proven that it's Russia, but it's highly suggested, and it was like the most well, unprecedented attack that was like very sophisticated. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Russia has hack conventions. Yeah, so, so I not be Russia's just playing around. They don't really give a shit anymore. So they don't. I don't think they actually care about their people and their economy much as long as they continue to play around. Um, same with, I would even say, like, South Korea and Japan. Like, they're not going to actively go against the U.S., but when it, in, in an open forum that you have with, like, the G20 and all that, well, I would that, say that they would be like, oh, well, it's free market. Well, that's what I mean, like, in terms of, like, a super PAC, because speaking of Japan, I forgot about them. I mean, with the, the threat of China, because now China's mm-hmm. really trying to push on Taiwan. They're just, they're basically mm-hmm. getting ready. Yeah. So, with that, Japan's saying they're like, you better come, U.S., keep this fleet here, you know? Like, mm. don't you move this fucking fleet. Mm-hmm. So it shows you, like, with Jap- Japanese technology, incredible. So mm-hmm. I, I was saying, if you literally can get these countries on board to make some sort of, like, actually joint effort to make some mm-hmm. sort of real... It's like, it says the same concept of terrorism. Like, it's such a broad term, 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you have multiple people. You yeah. know, you have Interpol on it. You have U.S. terrorist groups, you know, such mm-hmm. as FBI SWAT, like, you know, German uh, KS-13. Like, there's there's all sorts of different, like, government organizations that, you know, all from different countries that dedicate time and effort to hopefully eradicate, you know, the threat, yeah. you know. And that's the thing. Same thing with cryptocurrency. Like, it was, they probably won't view it as a threat, but it'll be viewed as more so than that needs to be regulated because it's, like, well, it would, be, it would be a threat to their economic control. Yes. But they'll justify it some other way, obviously. Yes. So that's why I honestly believe that these countries could just team up. They can probably make some sort of real AI that could, uh, yeah, basically do anything. Okay. Which, honestly, I would be surprised if that already exists. So yeah. imagine if there was a crypto that came out that was based on its own AI. That'd be scary. Imagine how that, <laughs> like, how would that battle play out? That'd be fucking, that'd be like swords everywhere. So it'd be bad. So imagine that if, say, because obviously AI is going pretty well, but it's generally privatized that is AI's strongest. But NSA is like, we're just gonna take that. So yeah. Um. So interesting to play. I always think that they'll be one step ahead because they don't have to go with uh, the same regulation and company profits because one man invented Bitcoin. Correct. Um. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think it could hold out, and it may not be the same form as Bitcoin we know, but I think it'll be free from the uh, clutches of the government. The government interventions. But Dylan thinks it will be in the clutches of the government, but we'll be feeling free anyway. Yes. And with that, Bitcoin will ruin us all. Yes. Thank you for joining us. All right. Thanks.